Hello, and welcome to a special episode of Shells Collectives, the podcast, My Unique Perspectives. As always, I am your host, Shells. Disclaimer, um, the topic that I'm going to be discussing today, discussing today is kind of personal to me. So I may say some words that you may deem as offensive or inappropriate, but here's the thing. This is what I experienced and how I felt, and this is how I express myself. And so if you don't agree with how or what I said or feel like I should say it in a better way, then that's you. That has nothing to do with me. And you can move on to the next series or don't listen to me at all. That's your choice. Anyway, generally speaking, most of my topics that I talk about are prescriptive, and I do so so that I can provide excellent content. However, today I'm going to go off the cuff as it relates to something that recently just happened to me, not even probably more than 48 hours ago now, maybe, is it, what's today? Maybe 72 hours, I don't know. Um, but I'm talking about this on my podcast as part of my therapeutic journey and as a means of maintaining my sanity. But so here today, I'm going to talk about in this special episode, the shot heard into my living quarters. So let me start this off that this all happened on this past Sunday, July 24th. This day was a fun day. Uh, My girlfriend was here. We were celebrating my birthday, which occurred early in the week. Uh, On the weekend, she had just taught me how to swim, which was excellent. We were back at my home, uh, relaxing. And this was probably late in the evening. I would say about nine or 10 o'clock when I heard some noise, initial noise outside. And I looked out the window and I saw that I had what appeared to be maybe new neighbors moving into one of the units that were available on my row. Um, There's one to my left and there's one to my right. It looks like they were moving into the one to the right. So I was like, okay, ooh, I got new neighbors. I was aware that they were new neighbors moving in because I had witnessed earlier, uh, maybe a week or two ago, a resident moving out and maintenance was at that unit, prepping it, preparing it for re-rental. So that's how it was presumed that these were new residents moving in. So I was like, okay, I got new people moving in. That's cool. So anyway, me and my girlfriend went to bed. I'm thinking somewhere around three or four o'clock. I heard the noise, but I heard it in a sense that it didn't startle me. She heard it and it startled her and she woke me up at the same time and said, hey, did you hear that noise? And I was like, what noise? I was like, I don't know. Let me look. I get up. I glance out my bedroom window. And again, I still see those same neighbors that I saw around nine or 10 o'clock still outside in the parking lot at three or four o'clock in the morning moving in. And I'm like, okay, really? Why is y'all moving in at three or four o'clock in the morning? Who does that? But anyway, to each his own. But I didn't notice anything else. And I was like, well, maybe they dropped something in the, you know, parking lot and it sounded like a crash or something. I don't know. I didn't see anything. So I got back into bed because the next day is Monday. Time to go back to work. Because I work from home. When I got up that next morning or that Monday morning, I got up, prepared for work, logged in as I normally do for my job and began my work day. Um, during my break time, I had walked away from my work at that time and I was in my bedroom and 
we were talking. I think we were about to maybe eat a snack or something. And as I was sitting on my bed, I looked towards my television and I noticed something on the wall. And I was like, what is that? Is that a bug? I said, oh, I got a damn call uh, pest control. There's a damn bug on my wall. So in doing so, I'm like, okay, well, if it's a bug and it's still living, then we kill it. So as I take off my shoe to go maybe kill the bug or wipe it off the wall, as I get closer to it, I said, that's a fucking bullet in my wall. How did a damn bullet get in my wall? Oh, my God. She gets up. She comes and looks. She was like, oh, God, that is a bullet. I was like, did somebody shoot into the house? And she was like, remember I told you I heard that noise and I heard something shout? And I was like, yeah, but really? So we both go to my bay windows. I have two of them. And I lift up the blinds that I have over, or excuse me, the drapes that I have over the installed blinds. And then I look out the window and I look up and I see immediately this big gaping bullet hole that has now come through the outside window pane and the inside window pane of my bedroom window. And the trajectory of that shot, presumably, and I'm not a, a, a weapons uh, shot analyst expert, but the trajectory of the shot, the way that the bullet came in at that angle, went into the wall. Had it went, a little to the left, it would have hit the TV. And maybe if it didn't destroy the TV and imploded the TV, we probably would have noticed it at the time we actually heard this crash. Or that bullet could have ricocheted then off of the TV and came towards either one of us in the bed and killed both of us. That didn't happen, thankfully. But... Again, I'm seeing this and I'm like, oh my God, okay, I got to call the leasing office. I need to call the police. What the fuck? So I was like, let me go outside and see what's, what's outside. Is there any glass or other bullets outside? I'm like, did something happen out here last night? What the fuck? Anyway, we go outside and I look up and again, I see this big gaping hole that I saw from the inside on the outside. And I had my phone in my hand. And before I went outside, I did take pictures of the bullet. I didn't touch anything, but I took pictures of the bullet. I took pictures of my window because, again, I want to make sure that I have this for my purposes as well as notifying the leasing office. So I called the leasing office. I get the voicemail. I leave them a message, and I called the police directly after that. I dialed 911. I spoke to the dispatcher. Explained to the dispatcher, hey, apparently – Either someone intentionally or accidentally shot a bullet through my bedroom window and went into my wall sometime early this morning, and I just noticed it just now. She took my, my information, indicated to me that an officer would be dispatched to my location. I said, okay. I attempted to call my leasing office again, got their voicemail. I said, okay, you know what? Let me just drive up there and talk to somebody because I can't keep leaving messages. So I got in my car. I drove up there. At the time, uh, the uh, leasing staff was in the office. However, it looks like they were in a meeting. But um, I came in and I explained to them uh, the situation that I was just experiencing. I showed them photos that I had taken. Um, 
the new property manager provided me with her email address and advised me to send her the information as well as the police officer's report number once he arrives and they would uh, further look into the situation. So I did just that, got the information, got back to my house. I emailed the, the initial pictures that I had taken while I was awaiting the police officer to arrive. Uh, Cobb County police officer, and I can't pronounce his name, unfortunately, even for the car, it's kind of script, but he's a nice guy. He, he got here, um, I met him outside and I showed him from the outside of my unit my bay window and the bullet hole. I also explained to him, you know, how long I had lived there, um, that I had witnessed early in the evening that some new neighbors were moving in. The U-Haul that I had saw at that time that I looked outside was still in the parking lot back then. However, the uh, the people using that U-Haul or the occupants of that new resident apparently were not home. But the officer did go and knock on their door and knocked on another uh, resident's door. But at that time, I think I may be the only one working from home that lives in this little area. But, or either they were home and they just didn't open the door, who knows. Anyway, the officer comes in, again, telling him what happened. He asked me, did I have any enemies? Was anybody after me? I said, no, I've lived here two, going on two years. I've never had an issue. I said, now, I." seeing some stuff going on in the complex late at night, some residents, their friends or whatever, loud, you know, indignant, whatever, but nothing that ever has disturbed me or my property. Um, I brought the officer to my bedroom. I showed him the wall where the bullet hole was there. From that point, as he uh, inspected the bullet and the hole, he determined that the bullet was a nine millimeter. I couldn't necessarily tell. I knew it was a bullet. I knew it was a large bullet. Um, but I wasn't, I couldn't decipher and I didn't get that close enough of a look to determine that. And I showed him the window and the glass shrapnels, which um, fell from the shot that were still within my window, window bay. So uh, we went back outside. Um, the officer took some more information. Um, again, he asked me about, you know, the neighbors. And I said, I don't know these people. I said, I know, like I said, I know there were some people moving in. Um, not saying that they were the party responsible. I don't know if it was them or someone else, but that's who was outside at the time when this happened because there was no hole or bullet in my window or wall prior to that. Um, he contacted his, um, primary detective, I guess, to get some more information while he was doing that. I came back in the house and awaited for him to advise me what the next steps would be. At that point, the officer came in, he was advised by his, um, primary detective to just come in and record the photos. And I'm thinking either that's when he retrieved the bullet or he took retrieved the bullet the first time. I do remember him having out his, his uh, pocket knife and attempting to remove the bullet because I wasn't going to touch it because I didn't want to be responsible for that. So uh, that was taken uh, at the time that the officer prepared to leave. Uh, one of the um, other residents, um, excuse me, not residents, but leasing staff pulled up to my unit 
I again explained to her situation. I even showed her the window from the outside. She didn't come into the residence, but I showed her from the outside the bullet. And she advised me that they were moving on it now. She did state that along with myself and my brain cameras didn't catch anything, but there are other residents who have brain cameras and maybe theirs caught something. So they would follow up with those residents to see if they heard or saw anything. Today, I haven't heard anything back from this. So I don't know. But I'm going to tell you something, you know, within the past six years, I guess, this whole BS about Second Amendment rights. And and, and let me just say, this. I am a, a, a weapons owner. I have my own personal weapons and I'm very safe with those weapons. But within the past maybe 12 months you know we got these idiot politicians and other folk it's my right to have a gun you you, you want to have a gun but a woman can't have an abortion you know i'm not going into all that because that's not what this what i'm talking about here but it's just the fact that and even in the state of georgia which is where i am my illustrious governor decides that instead of people having to continue to get a license and be fingerprinted and do background checks and go through all the proper channels before they are able to obtain a weapon. Oh, anyone can have one. Now you don't need to have anything. So now you got the whole fucking state as a fucking wild, wild West running around with goddamn guns. And this is the goofy shit that happens. I mean, I don't know the statistics. I mean, I could have, as I said, prescripted this, looked it up, read the statistics of how many people die per month, not even yearly, yearly, but per month, per week, from random gunfire from some asshole who either A, hasn't uh, properly put their gun up, or B, just knows how to handle it. And that's ridiculous. People are losing their lives because of guns. And yet we got these politicians who refuse to, well, it, it, it's not the gun, it's the person. No, it's both. Because a gun can't shoot itself. It's the person behind that gun. And one day maybe they'll do something or until everybody just shoots each other and everybody's dead. But anyway. I'm sorry, I had to go off on a tangent. And that's why I said early on, I may say some things that may offend you. And if you're offended, okay, whatever. But this is what affected me. I feel like Will Smith. I feel like slapping a motherfucker. Because how are you just going to shoot into my damn house? Really? I could have been killed. My girlfriend could have been killed. I don't have children. But just say it was a different unit. I know there are some people who live on this road that have children. What if that bullet had went in that child's room and killed that child then we got another dead child or another dead just another dead human because someone was careless with a fucking gun it's not cute but anyway i don't know what's gonna happen um hopefully from the bullet that the officer retrieved maybe they can run fingerprints they can determine you know, who the book may have belonged to, or who uh, the trajectory that it came from. I mean, he didn't do any in-depth, detailed analysis while he was here. He hasn't been back. 
that I have seen or I've received any phone calls about anything, but you know, um, I'm glad I'm alive. I'm glad my girlfriend's alive, but I'm shaking. I'm shaking and I feel like the PSTD I experienced from 20, what was it, 20, 2014, 2015, whatever the year that Atlanta had that big snowstorm and ice storm that shut the whole damn state down. And it cleared up. And anyway, I was leaving for work, went to work. Never forget this because it was Valentine's Day. I went to work. I got off work. I went by my mom's. I came home. My house was always locked. My bedroom doors and my second bedroom doors are always locked. Because I always change the locks in my house. Because no disc to any maintenance at any apartment complex. I don't trust anybody. So these doors were locked and all the lights were off except for some entry lights that I keep on. So when I come home and it's dark, I'm not walking into a dark house. But anyway, how this story relates is that when I came home that day, I noticed that my deadbolt was pushed out. As I mentioned, I do, I am a weapons owner. I have a weapons carry license that is valid in the state of Georgia. And I had it on me at the time, which I always carry with me when I'm out alone. And so I pulled it from my holster and I pulled it out and I opened the door and I noticed that every light in my apartment was on. And I could tell both of the bedrooms had been breached because the doors were open and the lights were on, literally everywhere. So I yelled, hey, if anybody's in here, I have a weapon and I'm calling the police, which is the same time. I walked through the house and I noticed that a lot of my uh, computer equipment had been stolen out of one bedroom and in my second bedroom um they broke into my safe and they stole all my personal information and stuff which is ransacked i called the police then good old cop county came out made a report told them everything that was going on they investigated i believe at that time they took fingerprints and did xyz xyz Obviously, even from that incident, I never heard back, never found out if there was a person who was caught and charged for that theft. Um, To my knowledge, at that particular time, I was the only unit that had been broken into. So I bring that up in this podcast just to say that the trauma that I experienced from that took me mentally It just kind of took me over. And over the years, through therapy and talking to a counselor, um, you know, along with just things you deal with in life, I've gotten better. And then this shit happens. I'm like, what the fuck? What did I do to anybody? I don't bother anybody. I don't talk about anybody. I don't mess. Nothing. I have nothing against anybody and nobody has anything against me that I'm aware of that anyone would want to recklessly shoot into my, where I live at 
either intentionally or accidentally. And even if you did it accidentally, the fact that you didn't even say anything, like, oh shit, my gun discharged, you realize it discharged and you just went on your fucking merry way. Not realizing that someone could have been killed. He's just like, oh, okay, well, whatever, sorry. I don't want a goddamn apology. Fuck you and your apology. You could have killed me. Of course, I've been dead. I'm going to be giving you this dissertation of how I'm feeling. But then maybe I'll just come back and haunt your ass. Goofy. <sighs> okay. Anyway. That's enough. Right and raving. I may have offended my own self in this podcast. But... Like I said, this was my therapeutic journey to kind of get this out. I hate to rehash this over and over again. But sometimes you have to do that. Not to normalize it, but to get to a better place with it. So anyway, thanks for listening. Um, more better podcast episodes to come. As always, um, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, if you haven't already done so, you are free to comment, share, and subscribe to my podcast, which is streaming on uh, Spotify, iHeart Music, excuse me, iHeart Radio, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Uh, thank you. For listening to Shells Collectives, the podcast. And until the next episode with more lighthearted information. Bye bye.